Congratulations, City. Commiserations, Leicester and Leeds. The Premier League season is complete. All right, Tate. Evening, Jack. You all right? Yeah, mate. All good. All good. It was a while since we've been. Yeah, it was talking before. It's only been two weeks, but yeah, it doesn't. Feels good to be back. I've had a busy, busy two weeks. Yeah, you been, a, um, been away a couple of times. Lovely time in Sweden. Mm. Yeah, I it was cool. Spent last week fighting off. <laughs> yeah, you've been on this tour. You've been the ill one. That's why I haven't been doing it. But yeah, I think you're. I mean, you said you're a bit phlegmy still, but yeah. no, you seem good and. Hopefully, yeah, you can you can get through this hour and a half, whatever it might be. Yeah, nothing. A, a week in the sun and a few beers, sort can't, out. <laughs> can't fix, yeah. <laughs> but no, we're all good. So we're we're glad to be back, and it's the season's now finished. Well, yeah, the Premier League season that is. Mm-hmm. Um, fi- uh, um, final day yesterday while we yeah. um checked it through on our phones while enjoying the uh the the beer festival down at. The orange tree. Yeah, we had a we had a few beers, but um, yeah, sort of <laughs> everyone was just on their phones <laughs> checking the scores. <laughs> we're the most sociable bunch, but no, it's good. Wasn't it a nice day. I wanted to watch the birds, but also when you're in the sun, it was yeah, yes. no need. There was no need to go inside. Nah, in the dark. Can we put the TV on, please? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. Very good. No, yeah. Before we um get into that, we might start with the the teaser. And Luton Town got promoted on Saturday, and they've become the fourth town. To play in the Premier League, can you name the other three? Hmm. Yeah, I'll give it a go. It's a pre. It's a prefix. I think is the word I'm looking for. Okay. That's what town is like? Right. United. Yeah. City, etc. I'll give it a go. Can you name the other three? Right. So, as we mentioned, the games in focus yesterday were really Leeds versus Spurs, Leicester versus West Ham, mm. and Everton versus Bournemouth. Shall we start with Ellen Road? And yeah. That was where the first goal went in. Yeah, it was. Harry Kane, wasn't it? That man. I mean, weirdly enough, I actually fancied all three struggling teams to, yeah. to get the three I'm, home wins. Yeah, agreed. I, I, I said to myself and a few others, yeah, I said the same thing. I thought Leeds, Leicester, Everton would all win and it'd stay as it is. And Leeds and Leicester went down like they did. But, yeah, I can't, I can't believe they didn't beat us, beat Tottenham at home. I really just thought, well... We've been the way we have been the last 10, 12 games, whatever it is. And yeah, Leeds at home, Big Sam, they must win. Sorry, they must win. They and didn't they? But yeah, obviously they they continued their horrific form. They're absolutely embarrassing. I watched the highlights this morning. And just, if you yeah. can see it after two minutes, yeah. and the goal they conceded, it was a nice finish from Kane, but my mm. God, the build-up to that play, it was just yeah, it went horrific. Like, the fullback got yeah. beat on the side too easily, came inside, then Son has an acre of time to mm. decide where he wants to pass, and then Con... Uh, yeah. Kane slots it home. Yeah, and I thought like the the atmosphere was okay, and like, everyone goes on about Ellen Road, and I think was it was it centre half cock had the header just past the post, and there was a bit of like was it, they were on the edge then, but yeah, they were just yeah, I thought they just didn't change, they didn't up their game, they didn't play, they didn't just go around kicking everyone, they didn't play with loads of aggression, they yeah, it was just poor. They were just they were exactly what they have been all season, and and Tottenham won the game like. We should beat Leeds away. We should beat Leeds at home. We like we we're, we're more than good enough. And quite simply, I just think that's that's what happened. Like on paper, I don't matter how we're playing, who our manager is, or we haven't got one, whatever. But on paper, our players are good enough. We've got Harry Kane. We've got Son. We've we've got these players. We've got Basuma in the middle. And yes, they've been awful. We're we're not happy, but they're still better than Leeds' best eleven. And that was shown yesterday, I think. 
yeah, like you said, Leeds were just, I thought those Leeds were pathetic. Really. Yeah. Really I think there have been since yeah. Big Sound's been put in the whole decision that over the last 10 games have just been oh, horrific, awful. Ever since they were 1-0 up literally with 30 seconds to go in the first half against Palace. Mm. <laughs> and then they somehow conceded and then mm. lost 5-1. I don't think they've won. Garcia a... got sacked and just yeah. they're falling off an absolute I don't think they've won a game in nine, in the last nine. And obviously Big Sam's coming for four, one draw and three losses. Yeah, just... And they've had four managers this season as a whole, which is obviously that can't be good, no matter what you're doing. Yeah, and they're, they're, nothing's changed yet. Nothing. Big Sam hasn't come in and revitalised the side and given loads of energy. The the change of the, that is it Gracia or Garcia? Yeah. He was just awful. The players have yeah, the players like we said. I mean, you've seen probably seen it on our socials and our predictions. And if you remember from the first one, we said Leeds would go not. Oh look at us! We know right, but Leeds were the banker, yeah, the one that yeah, the one it. that couldn't couldn't lose sort of thing. <laughs> so, yeah. well, Leeds's problems have started since last season as well. When obviously they sacked Bielsa, mm. and they needed to either go a completely different direction and get someone in who's going to play a rigid four four two formation or change the style. But they went for Marsh, who's sort mm. of like a Bielsa light, yeah, who gets players fit and runs around, mm. and they're all a bit. They got loads of energy. Oh, look yeah. at look at them all running and pressing. But really, you will you've seen their results and they sacked him. Like it that great. He, should have, he shouldn't have gone into this season being the manager of Leeds. Mm. He he got him up on the last day of the season or kept him up. Should I mm. say by the skin of his teeth? Mm. It was a uh, Rafinha's goal. Sold Rafinha in the summer. Yeah, replaced him just pure. Just that's dross. Yeah. That's what I'm, I'm, I've got here. That yeah, they lost. They sold Rafinha. Lost Phillips. Replaced well. In quote unquote, replace those players. Spent 140 million in the summer on, like you said, dross, just scattergun approach, and basically loads of average, average players. Um, and then further, a further 45 million in January. And yeah, again, recruitment's just been awful. They've yeah, not replaced those two big players, and you're always going to struggle. You lost, you lost your two best players you've had for years in, in the prem, back in the prem. And yeah, changing the managers and all sorts happening. Yeah, those, it's never going to go well, is it? The majority on that striker in in general, wasn't it? Ruta. Yeah. Did he? I don't think he hasn't. Did he play or kicked what? No. Better kick the ball. No. So I don't know what's happened there. Bamford for me is should be sacked. <laughs> His performance against West Ham. The last last week was a perfect. They went one 0 up mm. away at West Ham, and if they'd won that, they would have stayed up. Yeah. But he got injured. I think. Oh, he's injured again. Like. Mm. The way he just limps off at literally as West Ham scored, mm. he then got injured and then walked yeah. off the pitch and was just and like, even Rodrigo like just just pathetic. getting injured and not being there. And they're not good. They're not great players. They're not like we said before. They're not going to score you loads of goals, but they for some reason they're their main they're their mm. main men and yeah they've not been there at all. Have they but yeah, Bamford just not not a Premier League reliable Premier League striker. Is he? he's probably a very good player and a champ. And a squad playing the Prem for like a lower half, um, fighting relegation. But yeah, they're yeah. I, I'll say it later on. I think, but I just think the the league table this season more than ever is just you are where you should be. Like you are Tottenham have finished eighth. Like that's where we should be. We were in a false position, hanging on to fourth. Leeds nineteenth. That's where they should be. Leicester ate it. That's where they should. And it's easy to say that because that's the points and that's the games they played. But yeah, you just can't. I don't think you can argue with it. Well, it's that saying, isn't it? League table doesn't lie. And yeah. I do think after 38 games, it yeah. does pretty much even out. Yeah, it does. Might it. have the odd the odds differential mm. here and there, but 99 times out of 100, no, it is 100%. Yeah, that is the league parameter, and that's mm. what you're judged by the end of the season, and that is normally what yeah. what is the case. Yeah, definitely. 
But with Leeds, we've mentioned it previously on previous podcasts that they're just they're full of championship mm. poor players. Like, mm. Look at that back four. The, the last goal for me sums it up. You have yeah. um, Cooper trying wipe out Mora, who Lucas Mora has not had a good season. <laughs> no, yeah, no, he, again, he's not played. Like, um, he's not. Yeah. He's just Cooper's just trying to try and leave one on him, and he's just <laughs> skipped around. And then Ailing's just chasing him. But Ailing's one of them blokes who tries really hard, but yeah. what, like, really, are you yeah. still, pl- still starting week Premier. in week out? Yeah, Premier League right, but any decent winger worth their worth their stuff just would absolutely skin mm. him. Like they like they do. You saw Kane like that. Even the third goal for Kane, he was just so much yeah, space. Yeah. What was the uh, Poros the second goal? And even Kane there, yeah. like I know it's, it's brilliant play from Kane, but. He had time to flick the ball up, flick it over, shrug someone off, and then play the ball wide. Like, and uh, yeah, he is a brilliant player. But yeah, just Leeds. There's no. If there were ever a moment to actually go out and then perform and fight, that was that game. And yeah, like you said earlier, they were just what, like rubbish, weren't they? Awful, awful. Yeah, the goals that you scored, but from a defensive point yeah, of view, from a, and you think a defensive point of view, that is what Big Sam should be mm. good at and building mm. his team around. But even his first his first thing he did when he came in was drop Meslier and put in Joel Roberts in yeah. that league. But he hasn't played for about six years <coughs> no. in the Premier League. And he's like a, a second, third choice at best. Yeah, and, it always has been, yeah. Yeah, and again, not played and suddenly, yeah. Well, but then that shows you the what level of Mes- yeah, yeah. Meslier. He's just nothing, nowhere near it. So think yeah, I, th- I think their squad as a whole, like you said, they're yeah, not made for the Prem, are they? No, they, they, need a, they need to do a bit like uh, Bernie did, I think, in the summer. Go... Are they going to continue playing this chaotic football? Are they mm. going to get a manager who's got a style mm. and and go for it in a different different sort of different sort of way? Shall I say? And that's what about even about the manager situation. They brought Big Sam in, which is a myth of the oh yeah, Big Big Sam will keep you up and what a load of rubbish that is. But they brought him for four games, so now what do they do? Do they are they going to keep Big Sam? Do they get someone else? Like what? I I mean I know what I would do, but I wouldn't have got Big Sam in, in the first place. But yeah, what? Now what do they? What do the fans want? What like what a mess that is. Well, all three clubs down there, obviously, yeah. Everton survived, but I think there's all got there's got to be a conversation with all three of them about who's going to take who's <laughs> going to take over. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and is it a job that some managers because Leeds are a reasonably sized club? Mm. They will probably be the biggest club in that in the Championship. Mm. Are certain managers want to? Going to want to take the hit of going into the pre- going into the championship, but get up again, having yeah. a bigger club, put a name out there, someone like Brendan Rodgers, mm. is that is he too big for that job? Mm. Graham Potter, is he too big for that job? I don't know. Yeah, that's the sort of decision. But then they, this is the most important time now for Leeds is to make the correct call because if they don't, they could spend another sixteen years in the championship. Yeah. And I, th- I think one of those like Southampton, Leeds, or Leicester, they could. Absolute spiral like a Bolton, whoever Portsmouth, they could go, they could drop and drop and drop. And yeah, there's some teams like Chelsea, Tottenham, organise and run terribly at the moment. But those three relegated sides, they are they're in a world of bother. And yeah, like you said, if Leeds need to, like all of them do, they a big summer of making the correct decisions and big decisions, but ones that need to be made and say, right, this is how we're gonna, they might spend five six seasons in championship but at least they're solid in that league and not dropping any further but mm. yeah it's um i just yeah it's that big sam thing i just don't know i just don't know one why they did it but of uh, yeah it is yeah it massively was, massively it's not 2005 anymore no. where he's like a, an established manager he's it was a bit of a joke and that was the joke of it was mm. that he was coming in he couldn't get sammy lee and it was just a bit of a 
Oh, here come the old boys again. Yeah, yeah, it was massively. They massively. they panicked, pressed the button, and they pressed it far too late. Mm. I just said, maybe give it to Garcia, but then he was never, he never seen the right person for the job anyway because the pl- he was just uninspiring. Mm. The results weren't really turning. When they got rid of Marsh, that's when they needed to then go, right. This next person is going to be in charge for a season, two seasons, like the. Yeah, this person will be the man, and yeah, they've just got it horribly wrong. And we've seen it with Leicester as well. These caretaker managers just hasn't oh, worked. No. So, Big Sam, four games, one draw, three losses. Dean Smith, I think it was eight. I've got it here. Eight games, two wins, one was yesterday. <laughs> three draws and three losses. Yeah. It just... And again, that myth, like when he was... We said it, but when he came in, everyone was like, oh yeah, Dean Smith, like good manager, he'll keep up. Like what? What what basis is that? Is that true, or has anyone even come about? It's just people are just so oblivious and like to this situation where they go right. A Sam Allardyce comes in, a Dean Smith comes in, and like, oh yeah, no, they're they're the man you need. Like, and yeah, Dean Smith's just shown that like, they were doomed from the get go. Like, mm. it don't matter who would have come in, they were doomed. But Dean Smith lost or lost his lost his last job at Norwich, getting sacked, and he goes mm. and lands the Leicester job. Yeah. There's some stat going around about Allardyce has won one game in like 25. <laughs> I know his last job was at uh, West Brom and they yeah, were yeah. horrific in 2020, I think that season mm. was. 2000. It was a lockdown season, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. 2020, it was the last. It was last time he had a job. Mm. But it's interesting because you've got, I've got the the point swing from last season to this season. With I've seen this with, um, little image, yeah, go on. With certain teams. Only six teams have improved on their total mm. of last season. Leicester minus eighteen points, <laughs> Leeds minus seven, and Southampton minus fifteen. Mm. Everton three worse off this year. Really? Yeah. They're just not. Yeah. But Which then again, there's, there's always that that classic cliche. But there's always three worse teams, and mm. yeah, this season's shown it. Because Everton last year, I think they survived on game week thirty-seven. Mm. I think it was the one just before the last game of the season. Because then they came to the Emirates and just were on holiday. <laughs> Lost five-one, I think it was. Um, but you can see that was literally were one game worse off ever. Southampton minus fifteen points is a is a shocker. But then that they've like we said they've gone early. They've mm. decided they don't want. Um, what's is it? Ruben Sellers. Ruben Sellers. Yeah, they've, and they've gone for Russell, Russell Martin. Martin yeah. They? yeah, which I, I mean I don't follow the Championship or really the Football League, but I, I don't know. I thought I thought Ruben Sellers was going to be in charge. Like he's, he's a young manager. He's been within the club and the youth system. They've got him. Uh, a massively young team and squad. Maybe I thought, oh, he'll take them in championship and sort of keep them in there. But yeah, they've, they've jumped ship, haven't they? Gone. Russell Martin's a young manager and a bit of experience within the championship, so who knows? But yeah, I think they needed something new, something refreshing, and yeah, let's try it. But Leicester minus eighteen points worse off. That's mm. five, six loss, six wins, mm. which is shambolic in it, really. It's terrible. And what do they do next season? Um, a lot of their players are out of contract. I think mm. I've got them here. I think there were seven players, including um, Yuri Tillemans, who they signed for thirty-five mil, going to go for free. Yeah, Tete, Daniel Amati, who's been there since. I think he won the title there as well. Mm. Uh, Suyuncu, they signed him for like twenty odd mil. He's, He's going, going to, to Atletico. Atletico yeah. yeah, I heard that the other day. Um, Mendy, mm. um, Johnny Evans, Ryan Bertrand, and Ozzy Perez, who's currently out on loan. Mm. But they've just for a club that was always praised for being well run and mm. look at little plucky Leicester this is how this is how big clubs should be run and mm. things like from winning the Premier League and the FA Cup 
the last 12 months have been shambolic. Yeah, and it's, they're, they're a bit of like a curveball, weren't they, to be down there. And like we've got here, but nine seasons in the Prem, like you said, won the league, won the FA Cup, I think three European appearances, Champions League and Europa League and maybe Conference League. Um, but yeah, they were, what's it said here? In the last five seasons, they were, they've been finishing in the top half, narrowly, narrowly missing out in Champions League football twice. Um, but yeah, this season, like we were saying, always going about, but recruitment, I've said it before about Leicester, but it's just gone horribly wrong for a minute. They, they got rid of big, big players, uh, experienced players, and brought in a, a centre-back that has no experience in the Premier and just absolute head loss. So, and yes, yeah, backfired. And then like those big players, Madison, Barnes, Tielemans, they, all right, they're, they, I'm sure they were gutted, they're relegated, but they know they'll just move on to a, a probably a very good Premier League side and, and don't they, they won't be worried about Leicester yeah, anymore. Looking back. No, exactly. Well, I've got a note here. There's, there's no benefit for anyone if by the first day of pre-season, that if Madison and Barnes are still no. there, they need to go. Because yeah. they're not going to be there by the end. Of, they're not going to play the championship, so they need to no. be gone. They need to somehow get that business done early. <clears throat> yeah. Get them out the door, and then they can refresh the squad. Yeah. And go from there. Like you said, they lost the experienced players like Kasper Smichael mm. in the summer. Didn't bother replacing, mm. didn't want to, or mm. whatever whatever the situation was there. They got Danny Warden, who we have joked about. It. He was our loser of the week for like three weeks <laughs> on the yes, shot. He's awful. Just howler mm. after howler. Considered the most goals ever in the first six games mm. or something like that. And and it's experienced people look uh, who run a football club just making these horrific decisions that... Mm come down to it people will lose their jobs after these positions like you, know, you always hear the stories oh the tea, lead, the, yeah, tea yeah. the tea lady loses their job all because someone in a suit at the top level has thought they can save a hit, save yeah. a bit here and then it always comes back to bark them like that I mean I don't really know what they do do they continue with Dean Smith Dean Smith got Aston Villa promoted to mm. the championship they can't surely they can't well that's yeah again though that's the it's sort of the same similar conversation with all these sort of sides but like a few weeks ago, they all got these managers in, but so was it a short fix? And if they kept them up, so if Leeds stayed up, for example, would they keep Allardyce? Leicester, if they if they stayed up, would they have kept Dean Smith? But now they're in that situation. I think even Dean Smith said in his interview, like basically just palm that question off, and I oh, will think about it when it comes to it. We're, at the moment, we're obviously upset about relegation, blah blah. And um, yeah, does Dean Smith now think he's all of a sudden above above the championship? Do yes. It's such a mess, so yeah, it's such a like you said, it's a, they were such rash decisions in the first place, and now yeah, they're probably on big contracts, big money, sort of weird bonuses if they'd have done this, if if they'd done that. So yeah, I, I don't. Leicester, do you want Dean Smith really? See, I think if whatever whatever happened, if they both stayed up or whatever, mm. Allardyce would definitely not be there in job, no. but I think Dean Smith would have would have kept could have got the job. Mm. I think they would have given it to him. Mm. Cheap. He would have done a, a quote-unquote good job mm. if he had kept him up. That's what he was brought in for. To have two wins. Did you watch their nil-nil draw against Newcastle in the week? I didn't know. I just I just didn't bother because I just, yeah, for that exact reason, it was nil-nil and it was boring. I mean, don't get me wrong, a point away at Newcastle, but mm. they did. They didn't have a shot on no. goal until the didn't They played like five at the back, didn't they, or something? Madison came on at half-time. Mm. I think Barnes came on in like the... 70th minute they obviously went there for a draw but knowing a draw was never going to be enough no. to keep up if they'd won that game they'd be in the Premier League still mm. and that's and another so thing as well like the the sides come out the managers and teams and even the fans and 
like for example at the weekend Leicester won at home and they're saying oh we we done all we can we won on the last day but there was 37 games before that you've been absolutely dreadful in so yeah I'd never I think that's a terrible terrible argument reasoning behind it all but yeah it's like you said though and Dean Smith come in and didn't didn't fight for it did they They, like you said gone to Newcastle they need to win they actually need to win the game here to stay in the Premier League and they played five at the back and basically didn't want to concede so and as a a theme of these two clubs um, Leeds have conceded 78 goals Mm. how can you um, even think about trying to stay because Mm. of that many goals Leicester conceding 68 goals they're just not scoring enough either and Southampton 73 goals in that as well awful terrible but Leeds you mentioned about clauses and contracts and whatnot. I've seen a few Leeds players have, it's come out that mm. they've got relegation clauses whether that means they can go for, mm. go for cheap or there's a buyout clause and they're Leicester I think are going to have a to have a big rebuild mm. where did Madison go? Jacob I suppose? I don't know Tottenham but yeah he'd, I think he'll go to obviously lots of links to Newcastle same with I, I actually quite like Harvey Barnes I think he's a very good player um but again, probably won't come to Tottenham. Um, yeah, Tielemans probably go somewhere. He might. He was sort of linked heavily to Arsenal, wasn't he? But I don't think after this no. season he can't run. Yeah, I don't think the top four sides will be interested. Um, but yeah, either, either way, whatever. If you take them out of their side and they join whoever they join, yeah, they're they're in a massive massive rebuild. And like you said, do, does a manager want to go in there and do that? See, it seems weird for Leicester because over the last ten years they have been a. A Premier club, and we all think of them as a Premier League club, mm. but historically they have been a bit of a yo-yo mm. team up and down. So from 2004 to 2012, I think they were in the they went down to League One, didn't they? Mm. I think at some stage. Well, I've got the twelfth. That's this is their twelfth relegation, which is the most out of any any side. Yeah, that's mad. So <laughs> yeah, and Alan Smith, the the man I despise on commentary, actually said that I think he, he played them obviously played for them in his career, and he said. In his, he was doing an interview or whatever he said since 1984 Leicester have always been a yo-yo club they're always up and down and, but like you said the recent times and sort of our age and in and around our age the last nine years they've been in the Prem so you don't associate them with, with that sort of side but yeah m- maybe their fans are used to it or maybe yeah older generations see it more but yeah but they're the, only the second side to win the league and go down like Blackburn did so I suppose you would take <clears throat> Uh, would you take the last 10 years of Premier League and FA Cup and a relegation? Oh, I don't know if I could stomach the relegation. No, but if you're Leicester. Maybe if you're Leicester, it's you're probably Leicester, very, yeah, very different. Yeah. Take a league title off of relegation. Yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're a genuine Leicester and possibly, yeah, I think a lot more people would say yes than no, I think. And the Community Shield as well. Yeah, that is true. We find that enough times. <laughs> <laughs> we might actually play in that this season. If, if City win really? the FA Cup, then... Just City... Just, do City A versus City B. Then we play it. Yeah. Arsenal got a good record of that. Um, oh, I, forgot, sorry, I got confused about the, the older. <coughs> yeah, Leicester. Are I'm glad. I'm to say I'm glad Leeds and Leicester go down an absolute buzzing. I know you. I know you. We'll move on to the the blue side of Merseyside, but I'm absolutely buzzing. Leeds and Leicester are gone. Leeds, yes. I got no. I, I didn't really care, but I wanted Everton to go down because I actually. My hot take, well, even if it's a hot take, I think Dyche has done quite a poor job. Dyche, Dyche, baby. I know he's kept him up and that's what he's there for. But <laughs> well, yeah, but like we said, yeah, they haven't really, they haven't done a lot, have they? they be, no. Like we said, they beat Bournemouth on the last day. Yeah. They, they kept him up. by two points, yeah. They, that's what he was brought in for, but yeah. 
I've got a note here. Do they need to have a chat with Dyche next <laughs> season? No, but uh, is that what Everton fans want? Do they want to go into next season with Sean Dyche and uninspiring? Well, th- he's come out and said, didn't he? They need to start acting as a big club. They shouldn't be in this state. It was a hideous. <laughs> he said it was a hideous game. <laughs> you have to find some weird, twisted way to enjoy it as a manager. And he's talking, saying the right things and talking the right way because you see that funny photo that's going around. They their second pitch invasion in two years for winning the league. Like mm. that's that is what they've dropped down to. And you you got the red side of Merseyside that are getting to Champions League finals, won the league, winning Champions League, winning the FA Cups, doing this and that, winning League Cups, and Everton are celebrating finishing seventeenth and finishing two points above the relegation. Mm. I mean, he was in charge for eighteen games, five wins. Six draws and seven losses. The one win that really stands out is that one win away at Brighton. Five. Yeah. That that keeps him, that kept him up. Yeah, that was it. I think you said at the time though it, that result would have shot all those teams below. Him. Like their confidence would have dropped. So they've been looking at Telly, seeing whatever, and thinking, "Bloody hell, what has gone on there? Why, why have Brighton become?" Leeds and Southampton for one night because I know you you see all these buddy Opta stat things yeah. that go up and down pretty, and like a percentage of yeah, probability yeah. percentages of staying up yeah. and before that because I, I I could never sit here and picture Everton going down I just thought there's no way no. They'd go. but they, they were bottom of that list they were like yeah. those 80% chance of going down and after winning that game they went up to like 20% and that was the one game that some because they lost they've lost every other game apart from they just played against Bournemouth they lost every other mm. game they played so if Brighton had gone to form and won that game, they'd be in the championship on 29, whatever mm. it was, 30 points. Yeah, 70th successive season now for Everton in top flight. Yeah, no, it, it is quite good that they are still they are still there, but I did mm. quite, I would like a, a big club, mm. another big club in the championship, because that championship has turned into a good little, yeah. especially with Sheffield Wednesday yeah, just getting promoted today. Uh, this afternoon. Mm. There's a lot of, a lot of clubs in there mm. that um, will be interesting. I do think they need a, a conversation about Daesh though, because they haven't really improved. Like, are they harder to beat? No. No. Have they no. improved defensively? Not particularly. Mm. Uh, they are getting they they are getting the odd Daesh home win like they did mm. against Arsenal, Leeds. Well, um, eight eight they've won eight games this year. Six of those at home, and obviously at home, I think, and all five of those have been to nil. So they've yeah. obviously one one nil, two nil, whatever it is, and. Yeah, so um, like you said, is that is that one that they just want to fight relegation and stay in the league? And maybe I don't know. Maybe that's that's what they need to do for a, a season or two, and then they try and improve and and get better that way. I don't know. It's very it's obviously a lot easier said than done. But I mean, they're in a far better place than they were with Frank Lampard in charge. Oh, <laughs> I'd yeah. much rather have Dyche than that yes. idiot. Yeah, horrific! Absolute what a clown. horrific football manager that man is. Um, mm. But Everton, they need to figure out a way of, of moving forward next season mm. they've got a decision to make with Calvert-Lewin mm. he's just like Patrick Bamford but where's but, Nixon Bros? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> always injured obviously a good player but yeah you never can't, doesn't can't yeah, exactly doesn't always can't commit to a full season of Calvert-Lewin because you know he's going to be injured or whatever's going on they probably have the the <clears> backup <throat> the the worst striker in the oh, Premier League in Neil Mope yeah <laughs> basically a right back playing forward yeah where, where do they go like they need <clears throat> Everton used to be that club, and I would put Leicester in that category as well. Where it was, they're not quite ready for a for a for a big club, but that's mm. where you go, and that's where you get your time, and then and then you move on mm. to. to well, that's built like the classic Moyes and yeah. Everton era. They had, they were, I know that was probably a big extreme. They were fourth and fifth, but 
they always had a group of players that were very hard to beat and at home was very difficult and yeah they had they had some very very good players but their squad of late has just been awful absolutely awful remember Tim Cahill Fellaini they even had Arteta there Pienaar mm. Osman when Baines would play yeah. even I know Hibbert was a bit of a joke but he was like a quite good Premier League fullback Tim and they, they had that in Coleman but yeah he's obviously been part of that and now he's on the other side now he's with all the, the rubbish they've got yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they yeah they signed Deli Ali probably oh, the worst. He's got the books, isn't he? Yeah, the worst transfer they could have ever done at the time as well when they were fighting relegation. Yeah, that's exactly what you need. Yeah, we need oh yeah, well, let's get Deli Ali in. Like, yeah, they're like loads of clubs in it. It's always the same. The the recruitment over the summer's got to be huge. Do you know who I think I've got it set in my head that he's going to go there on loan next season? Um, it's Maguire. <sighs> Do you reckon? Yeah, I just I, the only reason I have it in a, I think in the back three. Can you imagine? Me Dyche, Pickford. So this is <laughs> Dyche in goal. So <laughs> Dyche is a good manager. Yeah. You've got Pickford, and you got a back three of Tarkovsky. If they sign Cody mm. and Maguire oh. in the middle, that is what you call like meat and drink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if they, they, even huge. if they had Coleman right wing back, yeah. <laughs> huge, huge shin pads, massive rugby studs. Just yeah, head it and kick it. Yeah. And, Volleys. Maguire in a back three can be hidden and then you can put him <laughs> with them two other just slabs you yeah. just want to just head the ball and kick it yeah that that would be quite I would quite enjoy that That Daesh is definitely well, trying even if they don't uh, keep Cody as a permanent they just have yeah. a flat 4-4-2 four, four, and have Tarkovsky and Maguire mm. even Keane or um, even Mina like Mina plays he's He's, he's massive. Down, oh, is he gone? Uh, apparently that was his last game oh my god contract out oh dear that might be contract expired yeah but He's a bit That's of random. a head loss, isn't he? Yeah, he is, but he's also just a massive meathead. Just yeah. his heading ability is ridiculous. But yeah, I, I, I mean, I like Dice for personal reasons, but yeah, I don't know. Do it like you said, Everton. Are, is that is that where they're at in the minute? There, that's just their ceiling is right. Let's get to seventeenth and go again. Because mm. I thought last season when they stayed up by the skin of the teeth that they would push on. Mm. Maybe that was me thinking too much of Frank Lampard mm. but I've got a very little opinion <laughs> yeah. anyway but yeah. um, they're just they need they need serious change do they re- have they got the money now now they've got the new stadium are they mm. getting a winding up order of, of some sort There's yeah well they, they again when they went on the pitch they, were, they want the board out don't they they were chanting for the board to be sacked and yeah they the the club as a like you said for twelve months has just been awful. It's been toxic, and I think their owners and chairman aren't even allowed to go to the games anymore. So, yeah, there's obviously a lot more to it than what we see the eleven players on the pitch and the manager. But yeah, I'm just looking at it here now with, with the uh, the goals scored. They've got thirty four goals. Mm. Southampton, Leeds, Leicester, Forest, Bournemouth. West Ham, they all scored. The only ones that didn't score more were Leeds. Were, were, sorry, were Wolves. Yeah, Wolves. They've scored like 31, 31 or something. Yeah. yeah, stupid. And what, where did Wolves finish? Like 14th? 13th. 13th. Three points off Chelsea. 13th, he scored 31 goals. <laughs> and we they concede Wolves? 58. Bloody hell. It's quite a lot. Like, considering, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? A, a strange one, Everton. Um, right, have you got anything else to add on, on your relegation front? Oh. Uh, I got some notes on just I wanted to I say was it a case of too little too late it was in obviously Leeds and Leicester's point of view but for the for this might be a lesson to le- learn from for football <coughs> fans football managers pundits whoever I mean we're I'm 
very quick to call out other people's managers and say, okay, you should get rid of him, get rid of him. You can see it's lost. But David Moyes, the Forest manager, his name's gone from my head quickly. Uh, Steve Cooper. Steve Cooper. Both were under scrutiny mm. to be sacked. Surely, they were like, surely Moyes is now at this stage's mm. time. They've both ended up having pretty good seasons. Mm. In they've both kept up pretty. And even even Gary O'Neill in that same. Gary O'Neill, yeah. yeah. And they've st- they've stuck with the managers. Mm. And did, for example, Brendan Rodgers, and he didn't have a great season whatsoever. But did he deserve the chance to try and get yeah. him out? Has he had? Did he have enough um, change that was built enough like credit uh, in the bank? Credi- credibility, yeah. Is that he, word, he, right he had enough credit in the bank, I yeah. think, to to being given a crack at. It's yeah. my team. Or yeah. I've maybe put you in this situation, but let me mm. get you out of it. And then then you reassess again in the summer. Mm. Obviously, it's easy sitting here in your ivory tower looking down on it. But mm. I do think that is... I do think sacking managers now has become too easy. Yeah. And I don't... And majority of the time, it doesn't work. No, and the the big... That leads Big Sam thing. All the clubs have got to look at it and just... Just no, don't do that ever again. Don't... No. Yeah, the... Yeah, like you said, this maybe the Marsh would Marsh done any worse? Probably not. They might have got relegated still, but yeah, just I don't know. He's at least that him as a person, he was he had energy and he he tried to get them going. And all right, they played some horrific football, but he's a bit more expiring than that Gracia guy, the that Big Sam just come in for the the paycheck. Mm. And yeah. what annoys me about Big Sam, you can see when they can see the straight away after two minutes, he just he's got the look of. Like dis- a disgust on his yeah. face, and it's like, what, what can I do about that? Mm. I know, obviously, when you put your when your players cross the line, that is their mm. ultimate responsibility. But the top managers all take responsibility, and they, if anything goes wrong on the pitch, they're the first ones to take the hit. Mm. And if anything goes right, they're the first ones to praise the players. Yeah, of course. Whereas he is, I guarantee, it's going to be the him. opposite. If yeah, they yeah. kept him up, you know, that would have been the same. Yeah, oh, yeah. Look at me. Look yeah, at me. yeah. But I think he said like the. In his interview, the basically the players have not been good enough all year. So, but like you said, he's done now, and he's he's going to move on. Probably go back yeah. into re- retirement and yeah, he's got yeah, no carry on with life. No, give a, no, he not give two tosses, no, does he? Not at all. I guarantee he'll be clearing out his desk today, and by the end of the week, he'll be on a nice hot beach somewhere. No, oh, yeah, hundred percent. What did he get? Two hundred fifty thousand pound for that? Yeah, who's Sammy Lee next yeah. to him? It got him out of jury <laughs> service. Come on, Sammy, let's go. <laughs> Can you imagine if they did stay up, he would have run to the bank with the best part of three million yeah. pound, and still, like you said, bin them off and gone yeah. back into yeah retirement and whatever else. <laughs> yeah, it was just a a terrible decision, wasn't it? <clears throat> right, is that you got anything else to add, or should we? Have uh, a break and yeah, let's have a little break, and then we'll <clears> come <throat> back for we'll come back for part two. Right. We're back, just about. <laughs> <laughs> you listeners won't have realised what just happened after the last 15, 20 minutes. Oh, that was a longer break than it should have been. We thought we'd just lost everything. We yeah. just recorded. <laughs> yes. We were contemplating recording it all again. Oh, it was close, very close. We've reset the laptop, <clears throat> done an update. We found an edit in our draft was 13 seconds long, which was just the intro. We thought, oh, that was it, but... <laughs> Somehow we found it. It's still there, so we'll hope it's still there somehow. Yeah, yeah. I think I think we're good, so we're going to carry on. Yes, we don't have to repeat the relegation. <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> um, so part two, we'll just run through some of the top teams in the top half of the table. Should I start? We might as well start with Manchester City, yeah. since we last recorded. 
two weeks ago, Man City have won the league, gone on the holidays, and now they're getting ready for a FA Cup final next Saturday and the following Saturday after that, the Champions League final, mm. which will define their season more than the last 38 games have, whatever yeah. happens in the next two. The treble is on. I don't think they're going to do it. I don't know. I've got a feeling. I've got. I think. I think United might beat them next week. I think United's the harder game, and if they're not going to win them all, they'll possibly lose that. But I hope they do. It. I think. Yeah, I think they're too too strong. When all the like you've seen the like you said the Premier League, they've play, um, had a mixed bag of players playing and changed the things around. But when they're all there and Pep set them up, I think yeah, they're too strong. Yeah, they won it at cancer at the end, mm. and. It's funny because they've gone all season. If they've dropped points in one game, the next game they've won. They've never mm. gone two games drop. And as soon as they've won the league, they've gone two games and dropped points mm. in both of them, which is normal. That's normally what happens. You can yeah. see he's made change. He made another ho- whole host of chances. Yeah. Cole Palmer's starting games. Rico Lewis is back in the team. Yeah, he had. Harlan's I think, not playing, is he? So. Yeah, they. I mean, I had it for like you said two weeks ago when they played. Who did they play? Chelsea. But I think yeah, Chelsea and they made nine changes. Still beat them, and then. Uh, maybe from that team, their team was probably quite similar. But again, yeah, Palmer was playing. Even I know Foden starting is sounds ridiculous saying that he's a change, but he's not. He's not a starting player anymore in, in their started, best team. Yeah. yeah, Alvarez, the World Cup winning striker, starts. So Phillips even started again on, yeah. on Sunday. Yeah, so they yeah when they like I said the FA Cup final, Champions League final, they'll they'll have their best side and yeah they'll be firing. But it's interesting because. I mean, I still think they would have if they if they needed to, they would have won them two games. Mm. But them two games on paper, away at Brighton and away mm. at Brentford, are potential banana skins. Yeah, if it was part of a, t- a, mm. a bigger title race, mm. or maybe they were played in December, whatever. You know, just yeah, that's is the time though, isn't it? I know yeah. you only you can only play what your fixture list fixture list is, but like I said, Brighton away is a tough game. Brentford away is a tough game, and at this time. Savory, like you said, they had to win those games, but Brighton were done with their season. They'd, they'd, they'd achieved what they needed to. Brentford weren't going anywhere, so they would have gone into the games. Yes, they're tough, but still in a similar mind. But yeah, if they were playing in January, December, or start the season or something, when it meant more for those smaller clubs, then, then it would have been very different, mm. or could have been very different. Yeah, they topped the league on 89 points, scoring 94 goals, 36 of them. From one man, <laughs> yes, the robot. Um, soon to win the player of the season. It's got to be announced mm. shortly. Whenever mm. that, whenever that happens, he's been absolutely yeah, outstanding. His goal scoring's been ridiculous, hasn't it? Because he did thirty-three goals with a plus um, goal difference of sixty-one points. Mm. Uh, weirdly enough, actually, they were one of the teams that finished with four less points than they did last season. Really? That's because they've dropped five points in their last two games. Yeah. When the, yeah, it's all said and done and they're not they're not fast. And moving on from down below City was Arsenal who matched them stride for stride for thirty plus thirty one games, something like that. Came unstuck since since they played Liverpool mm. and the the wheels sort of fell off their season there. But 88 goals Arsenal scored this season. That's the most they've ever scored in a Premier League season ever. I know. Well, even obviously, but even more than yeah. I'm yeah. When obviously went unbeaten. I mean, it helped this season. Sorry. We had the goals came from everywhere. We mm. didn't have one prolific scorer. Martinelli got 15. 
Odegaard got 15, Saka got 14, uh, Jesus got 11. I mm. think he missed half the season anyway with a. I know, so yeah, because you look at when the top scorer comes up on TV all the time, and I think top whatever, top five, top six players they show, and obviously, yeah, not a, not a single arsehole. Like you said, sc- still scoring eighty odd goals. It's, yeah, yeah, eighty eight goals is the most we've scored. Yeah. We only we only conceded we only scored six less than City, mm. which is mad. Yeah, we, well, yeah, because then they got Haaland and they seem to batter teams all the time. But then you you've obviously been good this year, and yeah, your home it seems like home you. You seem to batter everyone, and yeah, another five goals. At, was it five? Yeah, five, five goals, goals at a weekend. So, yeah, because yeah, City drew one less game than us and lost one less game than us, mm. and that was the. I mean, the title at the end of the day came down to the two head-to-heads. Yes, yeah, when you the, you played them, the six-point games each time. If we if we lose, they win, and they gain three. We don't get three, and they, they battered us. At the they, that was where the. If Arsenal win one of them games, Arsenal win the league because mm. the, the the points the points switch round. But mm. yeah, it is what it is. City's third league in a row, seven leagues, seven league titles in uh, five of the last six. Yeah, and I can't see that breaking anytime soon. No, I'd, if we had to do our predictions right now for next season, yeah, we'd yeah, both have City yeah. top. Yeah, until Pep moves on, I don't. Yeah, I don't see it changing because even if the players. Like do they always this summer they'll go and buy whoever they want whoever they need and they'll get rid of someone and be like, oh my god why get rid of him well because that's what they do and yeah until Pep leaves I can't I can't see much changing really yeah I can see them going getting a another top draw midfielder mm. to replace Gundogan mm. do they move on a winger I don't know like a Mares or a mm. someone like that to, just to go get another another good player in that. What do they do? <clears throat> do they go through another centre half? Do they need another one? They need a left back, I think, of some. Yeah, a, actual maybe a left. Yeah, an actual left back. Mm. Yeah, they do it, don't they? That's, and that's why I, that's what so many clubs want. But yes, City have all the money in the world. But yeah, they still do it correctly. Like Leeds, they spent nearly two hundred million this year. They're getting relegated. I know. They've it's Leeds and they're spending two hundred million. But it's yeah, it's exactly that. It's yes, Man City, like I said, have billions and all the money but they're still doing the right things and getting in the right players they've got an incredible manager so because I, I hate the argument of that that we're becoming a, a farmer's league and all this like oh City winning the league again it's boring blah blah but like where have I got it here one second sorry where did I put it Because what happened here? Wait, wait, wait. Where have I put it? Sorry, I've. They've won. Well, they won the last three leagues in a row. So yeah, they've won. Yeah, three leagues in a row. Seven. Their seventh league title. Five in the last six. But Man United won eight titles in eleven years. When when United won four titles in five years, there was none. There wasn't this argument of oh, they're dominating football. And and in that eleven-year period, only three different sides, including United, won. And Arsenal, one of them, I think Blackburn won it in whenever they did. But yeah, that argument that it was it was all right when me United were doing it. It was it was fine, and they were spending ridiculous money in in that period, the early two thousands, late nineties. So mm. yeah, I don't really get that argument, and it seems like this year it's suddenly become a thing. And through pundits and talk sport and whatever you you listen to and watch, yeah, I just think yeah, they've got an incredible manager. Yes, again, they have loads of money, but they're an incredible manager. They're buying the right players. They're doing the right things, and they're just yeah, dominating dominating the domestic football. I think I think where it comes from is. The fact that you now need to be perfect, basically. Like, 
I know, like we said, the league title lie City only got 89 points this year, but because they dropped five points the last two games after they won the league. If you if they were to get that, they would have got 94 points. Mm. To win a league, to get 95 points, you have to get that. Like a minimum is quite ridiculous. That's what Liverpool have struggled with since they've been competing. Mm. I think they got 98 points and 97 points and didn't win the league in either of them years, mm. which is... Yeah, when Liverpool won it in 2019-20, they got had 99, yeah. but City had 81. So, I understand, I do get that argument, but... It's also, I don't know, like last season, Liverpool finished one point behind City, one point. But they were they re- they played every game, they reached every final, but they were one point behind City. So, I don't know. Well, they had 97 points last year, something like that. Yeah, and then, yeah, they didn't win the league, but they it's also... It's horrible, isn't it? Yeah, but they, yeah, they, it is horrible, but they reached every final, they were they were brilliant. And, so yeah, I don't know, City just, they are, they are very, very good. Yeah, they fell off a cliff this year, Liverpool. Mm. They finished um, 25 points worse off. Really? Bloody hell. Yeah, they got 67 points this year, and they obviously got 97 last year. Yeah. It's <laughs> they had a little charge, didn't they? They were a very, very dark horse mm. for the top four. So, two teams have finished the top four. Who more, who's more of a surprise? Man United in third or Newcastle in fourth? Beginning of the season, are we both wrote <laughs> off United? Yeah, I would I'll probably equally both. Because, like I said, along all the way, but... Yes, Newcastle have that money, but they haven't gone out and spent it on brilliant players. I'm like, mm. oh my god, they've got Neymar and back. Like, no, they've Jacob Murphy still plays. Yeah, Jacob Murphy still plays. Uh, even Joe Willock, Almiron. Dan Burns still plays. He's a very good player. But yeah, yeah Almiron still plays. Joe Linton, the man that people wanted to send home, is is still still playing for them. So yeah, and yes, they, again, they have that money, they have that support, but they haven't gone out and brought in some good players. Bruno's a very good player, but. Yeah, I'd say quite equal, really. Maybe United with obviously Tenau coming in, and like we all said, and at the very start of the season when they got some terrible results. But yeah, I just think below the top two, it was all to play for, really. No, no side really grabbed it and went for it. Even those two sides, Newcastle and United, on for example, Tottenham. If we on our day, I feel like we we can still compete with them. But mm. yeah, obviously prove prove wrong throughout the season. Yeah, I don't think it's really been until the last four or five games. This is Liverpool. Liverpool won nine on the trot, did they? Mm. Something like that to to put a good yeah um, push to the top four, shall I say? Like you said, the, the late run they had, mm. but it was com- pretty comfortably United and Newcastle in and around. They were always in them spots. Mm. I think Spurs flirted for it a little bit until they got rid of Conte, and then that just well, yeah, the just... whole season fell off a cliff after yeah. that three all. Yeah. That was the international break, wasn't it? Like, since then, uh, yeah, I think it was. And then it's obviously interview, and yeah, it's not worth. <laughs> but then I think it was. It was a bit like. Do you remember when Arsenal were? I think were like maybe eight clear, but they had a, the City had a couple of games in hand, mm. and it was always Spurs were fourth, but they played. We shouldn't. Like, I, was, I said that as well. They we played never, four yeah. games more, and it, it was, was a false. Gonna... It was a false position. Like we we finished where we we deserved to be, but it was like we're still fourth. We're still fourth, but. Yeah, the game we had played more. We had a, obviously a few more points, but yeah, once it all leveled itself out, like I said about City, once they leveled the same game as Arsenal, they're always going to be above them, and and Tottenham's a prime example of that. Because yeah, you soon went from fourth <coughs> to eighth, yeah, and leveled out like yeah. when Brighton played all their games and finally Villa yeah. caught up and yeah and whatnot. But Liverpool was they're still you saw this season there was in moments there was, don't forget. They smashed United 7-0. Mm. And on United, they lost 7-0 to Liverpool. Got absolutely destroyed by Man City. Like They're, they're all hailing Her- Eric Ten Hag as like the new messiah. And he's a, 
he's the new god and he come out on the pitch at the weekend they f- they finished third and he's grabbing the mic and doing like a motivational speech for the cup final and all this like you got battered by your closest rival 7-0 so mm. yeah just calm down but <laughs> <laughs> you Essex Reds jumping out your your seats and you you're driving whilst you're listening to this just just chill out a sec but yeah on Liverpool they in moments they have been that good they beat United 7-0 they they had a very good game against Arsenal they as as they do beat beat Tottenham at home but yeah, they just weren't that same consistency. What they've they've been throughout for the last sort of what three, four seasons, or even longer, it seems. What do they need in the summer? New midfield, completely. Yeah, they probably need like like we always say, but yeah, probably need to move on a couple of players. Do they stick <coughs> or twist with Darwin Nunes? I think they'll yeah definitely keep him yeah, and and, pers- and per- yeah persist with him. I think. Does he start in their best? France. Yeah, I can't. Is he injured? I just can't. I can't remember the last time he scored. I, just, <laughs> I don't know. It yeah. seems to be um, Gakpo mm. playing all the time now. Yeah, but I think this year is one of those classic, like cliche, like transitional yeah, periods. There. Like they just brought in. Um, obviously, Diaz came in January, didn't he? When of last season, he was good and he was a new, and exciting player. But this season, his first real season, he sort of struggled with injuries and whatnot. Well, like we're saying about the midfielders, aging and old, and it's hard for them to play week in, week out. At the level that they need to be, Gakpo's come in and a new signing needs probably a year or two. Mm. So yeah, they probably need again probably a couple new additions, ones that actually work and aren't injured like Artur and actually yeah. play football. Um, it seems like they're well. I think they're pretty sure they've missed out on Bellingham. He looks yeah, like looks to like it, yeah. it looks like he's gone to uh, Real Madrid. So yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they stick with Klopp and. And they'll they'll be I think they'll be back up up towards the top end next season. Yeah, you'd imagine so. Get a couple of s- smart signings, mm. and you think they should surely, like I said, them players just mentioned will improve if they're going to start this new Trent hybrid role. Mm. Maybe that's a new formation they're looking at. Maybe yeah, it works for them. But moving on to Brighton and Villa, who have probably been the two like, surprise packages of mm. the season. They've been absolutely fantastic. Brighton sixth. 62 points with Villa 7th on 61 points. What a season both of them. Both yeah, I think for me, more impressive from Villa, I'd say, in that I think Emery came in and they were 17th or something. Like, Point off relegation, I think. Yeah, with horrible Steven Gerrard. And yeah, I think they're maybe the, since Emery's come in, they're the second or third highest points tally and mm. got them obviously to where they are on the table and finished in a, was it 7th Conference League? Yeah. So... Yeah, and like we you've said recently, but Emery Conference League is like seventh in That's the table. Money. Yeah, it's just <laughs> it is perfect Emery, and it is yeah prime prime Emery, and yeah they've built a a weird little European side, and yeah, yeah they they are really dangerous. Come on, Sky Bet, give him my odds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they'll be really short. They'll probably be favourites or one. Yeah, they've got. But but my point was, if West Ham and this is taking nothing away from mm. West Ham, if West Ham can get to the Conference League final. Mm. Than Aston Villa definitely can. Yeah, I think West Ham with David Moyes, who had no experience, no yeah, yeah no success in Europe. Yeah, you think your best striker is Antonio still? Yeah, like, don't get me wrong, he's done really well and mm. fair play. They deserve to be in the final, but Villa surely have got mm. more quality. They've got. I know he's been horrific this season. But they've got like Philip Coutinho yeah. like, <laughs> in their squad yeah, yeah. somewhere. But they got a World Cup winner in goal. So yeah, 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 exactly. So well, so so, 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 so,
perfect like counter counter attacking side in Europe away from home. Yeah, yeah. But obviously, yeah, Brighton have been brilliant. But I don't know. In they have been brilliant, and the Derby's coming in. They've he somehow made them better. But they still got beat five one at home. Too. They still had some shocking results. But yeah, they this last run of games. They've had two wins in their um, last five. They got battered by, like I said, Everton. Mm. They got battered by Newcastle. Mm. Drew with City, although much changed City. Lost to Villa. Beat Arsenal. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and that, I think that sums up. They're, in their moments, they are brilliant. and They, they play some brilliant football. And they, yes, yeah, they're obviously very hard to play against. But, yeah, I think they're in, inconsistent. And, yeah, I don't know. A bit up and down, aren't they? A bit up and down. Interesting <laughs> season. Interesting summer for them, shall I say. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like McAllister's on his way. Yeah, I saw he was, getting all, he was getting all emotional, wasn't he, there? Casado surely will probably mm. leave as well. I'm pretty sure he's come, to serve, he's come out and said, like, yeah, McAllister and Moses, Moses as you call him, whatever, said that's, yeah, pretty sure that's their last game. <clears throat> but they'll walk away with best part of £200 million probably for them. Mm. I'd say at least, they're going to get at least 70-odd for each, aren't they? You'd think so. So, yeah, maybe a bit less for McAllister, but, but is McAllister... That, that that good? I don't know. I don't know. I think mean, he's he's a good player. I think he's a pretty solid player. But I'm sort of sometimes confused if he's a ten or mm. is he like an eight? Yeah, or is he? A, yeah. Like, oh, well, he probably played against Arsenal. Where he played quite. He played a bit deeper and mm. was very very good. Mm. But he he looks aesthetically as a ten, doesn't he? Mm. How he's built. You can't really see him running around making Breaking tackles. Up, yeah, but yeah, then yeah. I haven't watched him enough to like you said. I haven't watched him enough to. Mm. Profile, he's exactly. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I'm saying like that, but I, yeah, I barely, I barely watch Brighton and him. But does he play in Klopp's <coughs> midfield three with? Mm. Well, he needs to think he needs the whole new three because I think Fabinho looks like he's, he's he looks like the most oldest thirty year old I've seen. Yeah. Size. <laughs> yeah, and maybe Caicedo that'd be a Liverpool sort of big statement, wouldn't it? Because mm. he's been linked with Arsenal heavily. I'm sure yeah. City are probably sniffing around it, but that might be Liverpool sitting in the in sort mm. of the. Back behind the front runners, and yeah, that could be their statement signing. Mm. <coughs> but that'd be interesting, and then see who they reinvest. They probably sign some fifteen-year-old from Ecuador, yeah, and then yeah, sell yeah. him next season. He'll be a world beater, yeah. Like that Inciso is from Colombia, is he? I don't know. He's just I think so. Yeah, something Paraguay. I think that's yeah, one. yeah, he's, he's Paraguay. Banging in goals, mm. <laughs> but they still got have Welbeck up front. So, well, I'd say who will be a player will be that Ferguson. I think he looks top draw. I think he looks really good. He said he's got, he's got, he scored the most. Goals this season of any teenager, six I think. Yeah, not many, not many. But, but it's a good player. Still he looks, looks he good. looks very good. Mm. Um, moving on to eighth, your club. <laughs> How would you rank your from A to A to U, like A to A? <laughs> a, a <laughs> well, I was the grade. <laughs> yeah, what would you grade Tottenham Hotspur season? Ooh. Bear in mind, this time last year, the expe- expectations going in. Were very yeah, I'll, get, I'll definitely get onto that, but. Probably a E. Like if you remember, you get your GCSEs or yeah, A yeah. levels, and you get an E. Yeah, you're you're not happy. That's a that's a bad. No, I was, I was been I've wanted to ask you this all week. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's well, like you said, from last year. And I've said, I think I spoke about it to my family today, but Norwich away, top of the world. We were flying, got into top four. It was one of the best days I've ever had in the sun. Beautiful day in Norwich. And then to now, we're eighth. We've gone through. We had Conte and all his backroom staff, and to now we have Ryan Mason and his 
his mates FC, and we yeah, it's just a mess. And it's so much deeper with Tottenham. I, I I spoke I said it the other day, but like years ago when we had Poch, and it was fantastic. We had a, obviously a very good team. He, he had all his staff in there, but it was deep in that. It was the director of football, the head of recruitment, and all these positions. I don't couldn't even tell you, but they were all settled, and we had a a good sort of staff and team behind the scenes sort of thing that no one even knew about but it all worked and now I don't know who these people are I don't know what's going on Levy's in the last two three years has has created an absolute horrible horrible monster of a club um, mm-hmm. yeah I just don't know it's just gone and no yeah you would have said right going into the season Conte in charge just got top four he's had all summer to work things out we bought all these players at the start of the season I was like yeah quality absolutely brilliant we bought these fantastic players, and and yeah, it's just not worked out one bit. It's, it's just not, it's not gone to plan at all. If I said to you on game week one that the the strike partnership of Harry Kane and Richarlison would have scored thirty one Premier League goals between them at the start of the season, would you have taken it? Yeah, I'd have been quite happy with that. <laughs> but I realised, yeah, Kane scored thirty of those goals, and Richarlison has offered nothing, but. I think that's like you said. That's where it's. He's was never fit for Spurs, and mm. he's not a tricky winger. No. He's like a. Well, he's a, he's, he's a a awful, <laughs> obnoxious striker that yeah just wants to fight everyone and bully players. But yeah, it's just more than Richardson, though, isn't it? It's just, and we're unfortunate with Benzikor getting injured. Basuma, okay, he wasn't playing great, but. He wasn't have, playing, was he? That was the issue. Yeah, he wasn't playing. Yeah, to be fair, at the start he wasn't playing. Then he got injured, so he hadn't couldn't play. Jed Spence is out on loan. That was another mm. signing you made. Just yeah, and then decided to play that. Oh well, had to play that awful tree in goal. Um, so yeah, there's and the things were about Conte and he's had a a terrible year of personal things. Sorry, mm. with family and friends and coaching staff that where his close friends that have passed away and, and you can't write those things and Conte's illness of all that going on and that definitely had a part to play with his, his mindset and his attitude towards Tottenham and I didn't agree with how we were playing and what Conte was trying to do whatever but all these other things that you just can't account for when you when you enter a season and Daniel Levy can't account for that and there'll be people screaming and shouting saying Levy out and all the rest of it but he didn't expect that he didn't expect I mean, yes, I I do believe you should do your homework a bit more about your paratici and all the. Surely he knew about all the things that were on top of their top of their heads, but you can't account for those sort of things to happen. And yeah, I think yeah, I don't know. You like I said, you just can't you can't account for those things, and it's just a, it's just turned into a horrible horrible mess. And yes, yeah, it's, a, it's a it's a bad place to be at the minute. The the only shining light is. Harry Kane have it equal is it equaling his best ever title? A t- I think of 30 so. Goals? I've got a few bits on him. Let me grab my phone. But thirty Premier League goals in a team that's eighth mm. is, rem- is a remarkable ridiculous. achievement. He actually reminds me this season of I don't know if you can remember Arsenal were 2010-11 I think when we had Van Persie mm. and Van Persie got thirty league goals in, mm. in a team we just about finished fourth because the league wasn't as strong as it is is now. And he was. He then went to United. That mm. next, that his last. He had one year left. and Went to United. That's sort of the parallel I can see here, yeah. where he's just carried this whole team. And without his goals, he got some record, hasn't he? That he scored in the most 
games in a season. Yeah, I'm literally looking now. So Harry Kane scored in 26 different Premier League matches in this season, the most ever in a single season. Uh, Harry Kane is the first player ever to score 30 plus goals in two separate 38 Premier League seasons. Um, and that's yeah the two sort of main things that have come out from him. But yeah, I said earlier today it worked. But imagine if he'd have scored just a sort of average season for him and scored 15 to 20 goals. Like we'd be 14th. <laughs> we'd be maybe lower. Like it would be we'd be awful. And yeah, he's, he's yeah it's ridiculous. 30 goals in in a season in a side that we just we're not not really used to because we've we've been awful in in recent times. But yeah, he scored thirty goals in a side that have been nobody wants to watch us. Everyone like our fans don't support the side anymore. It's yeah, it's um yeah, it's pretty incredible. Thirty goals out of the seventy that you scored this season as a team, seventy goals, and he got thirty of them. Oh, sorry, yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. So fair old yeah. whacking. And then you look at that though, the goal difference. Like well, I think we can see like sixty odd, don't we? 60? Sixty-three. Yeah, sixty-three. So I think that's where our problem is massively. Yeah, it was like last week. Obviously, we didn't, talk, didn't speak about it because we had a pod last week. But you started against Brentford at home. Fraser Foster in goal, left back Davis, uh, Davis, and then a centre half of of uh, Longley and Sanchez, Dave. Sanchez, and a right back of Royale, wasn't it? Might or, have been Royale, yeah. You poor, I think it's Royale to be fair. That's just an awful back mm. four. No, it is, yeah. Well, back five with mm. the goalkeeper. We're skipping the middle, <laughs> just. Skip but it. that's where you need, you can see where you need to yeah. change. Yeah. But it's and I again, how can Conte be sacked? And it's now it's going to be June next week, and there's no manager, no, not even any rumours of any yeah. manager. And that's that is another issue that well, another the one of the biggest issues that like we talk about Chelsea. They've I think what that Todd Bowley all the contracts and all the money they spent is horrific, but they've got Pochettino coming in. They know. That's happening. This signed, it's done, it's happening. We're we're what June now, basically. We've not had a manager for forever. How long? We got Ryan Mason in charge, and there's still nothing happening. And I don't believe all that rubbish in the media of of these managers, Arnie Slot, and I don't. I never. That is such crap. That is such rubbish from Sky Sports and whoever writes the reports is utter garbage. But yeah, I don't believe it until it's. On the telly at Spurs' training ground and with a sign in the paper, it's, it's not real. So, mm. yeah, and all those, and that's the that's the worst thing. Wise about is the fans that jump on the bandwagon like Arnie Slot. Like no one knew who Arnie Slot was two weeks ago. Nobody knew of this man. Nobody has never heard of him. And then suddenly Arnie Slot's the answer. And he was in Levy's bedroom signing the paper, but it didn't happen because Levy's got a bald head. Like it's just <laughs> utter rubbish. They're just idiots. All of you. Uh, it winds me up so much. Arnie Slot, yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? Who's Arnie Slot? Who would have thought six weeks ago Arnie Slot would oh. be a manager? Would be that would be oh. the answer, yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. And it's same with Nagelsmann. It's the same, same. And he might even who knows he he might come and be our manager. Who knows what's going to well, happen? According but to Richard Keyes, what does Nagelsmann do? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, but he's another one. It's like Levy didn't get like won't pay out for Nagelsmann. It's same as like won't pay fifteen million for who what, who what. Barry from Bishop Stortford, you know that, do you? Levy had that. He had a text with him saying, if you pay us 10 million, you can have him. Like, please get over yourself. What a load of rubbish. I also think Spurs need to go away from having to. How do I word this? Not beg, but 
I think they sort of be- I think they begged Conte and Mourinho to be the managers basically. And I think you need a manager who actually thinks, no, I want to be the manager mm. of Spurs. I want to do this because I want to come to Spurs and make you better mm. and make myself better rather than please come help me. Like, but like, unless yeah, that, that was is... the plea that he gave to Mourinho yeah. and the plea that they gave to Conte going back there mm. twice. But that's what happens. But then that's, again, that's all about the media and all the stories that come up. So already Nagelsmann said no, Slot said no. Apparently we want this Ange Podjskoglu from Celtic. He will probably say no. Like, <laughs> And then it happened in the summer before we went through yeah. Gattuso and all like. Did we? So, yeah. Oh my god! Like, I, what's it, yeah, but what, I don't believe that. I don't believe any of that. It's not real. It's not. It did, that didn't happen. It didn't happen. <laughs> and then we went back to Conte. I remember Gattuso. It's, yeah, but it's just rub. That's what I'm talking about. The meat. It's just rubbish. Utter rubbish. Yeah, surely Gattuso. That was never even like. A... It just wasn't a thing. It just wasn't a thing. Someone's gone all, and it will happen this summer. The chat of suddenly, Kane scored 30 goals for Tottenham. We finished eighth, and now it's like, right, where does Kane need to go? Who's who's going to buy Kane? And now our manager, we went through it. Oh, now Brendan Rodgers, old Graham Potter, but like, it's just rubbish, utter rubbish. So, you just can shove it. Play for Tottenham next season. Kane. Yeah. I think. I, has, I think he has to. I th- I think I think so. Unless, because Levy is the reason he's there this season. He should have gone last season when Man City was supposedly interested and yeah offered all that money but yeah the only reason or well, not the only reason but yeah her main reason is for Le- is Levy so but then he needs to sign a contract he has to sign a new contract this summer otherwise mm. he goes next year for free for nothing and he goes to wherever he wants see he's even Kane's situation is so enticed and tied up with the new manager because mm. do you take that job knowing that Kane's leaving or do you take the job knowing that you, you need you need um Assurances as what's happening, and with your captain and your best player, and yeah, I'm, I'm sure managers coming would love. Obviously, yeah, you'd love Kane to be there, but he's not gonna. He's not gonna. I don't know. He's not gonna be there in three seasons, four seasons, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen, but yeah, I'd hope for a manager who have, have a bit more foresight than than just looking at mm. what's happening now. Kane, have we got Kane? Have we got? Yeah, Sol- I think that's what Spurs need to do. Yeah, is not. I'm not saying right off next season already, but you no. need to. Look, after it, when they finished eighth, like eighth mm. is horrific. <laughs> we finished eighth back to back, and it's mm. if you actually deep how bad it is, it is it is bad. Like, <laughs> when was the last time you finished eighth? It was not the first season in, with no European football for fifteen years for Spurs. Something, yeah, something like that. But then we have we we have we are usually rubbish. Like we no, no, but it's it's yeah. in the last fifteen years you've been a, a good Doing team. Right, yeah. Eighth, we. I remember when I used to look back at eighth, and you think, how have Brighton and Villa finished above? Like, mm. it's really we should finish above them. <laughs> We've got a guy who scored thirty goals, and yeah, it's it's for sure <coughs> frustrating for Spurs fans. Yeah, looking back on. No, I just we need like you similar to what you said, but we need a manager to come in and actually want to be there and actually mm. want to manage the club and and achieve something with us. Brendan Rodgers, nope. See you later. Well, I think Do not. Be Brendan. He's got. It's got. I said it on the the socials the other day. It's got Brendan written all over it. And I think it will. It will happen. He will start off really well. Like I said on the text the other day, it will start off really well. You'll win a few games, pick up some points. Obviously, you won't be in any European football, so you'll probably focus on the League Cup. We might get a little run there. Mm. You'll have signed. You might sign like Tillemans or. Mm. 
Harvey Barnes or Indeedy, something like that, on the cheap. And then it will all it will all end in tears because Brendan Rodgers has got a limit to his managerial mm. abilities. Like you've seen throughout his career, he can get to a mark and then it all just falls apart. And if you sign players from Leicester, I'd say maybe not James Madison, but mm. the rest of them, are there. there's not much there. No, well, they're, bit, they're relegated side, aren't they? So, mm. no, I just hope it's not Red- Rogers. I just hope it's not Rogers. Rogers or Mason? <laughs> no, Rogers. It has to be <laughs> Rogers. We cannot go into next season with Ryan Mason as the manager still. It can't. Do you think there's any way he, he gets can't. it? No, he ca- Levy can't. That's just that'll be suicide. We he can't. <laughs> he just can't. No, Mason. Mason shouldn't even accept it as well he should know he should know better right shall we touch on finally I do want to have one final word on Chelsea go on yeah we'll make it short and sweet 12th 38 games 11 wins 11 draws 16 losses 38 goals 47 conceded a minus 9 goal difference 44 points (laughs) Palace (laughs) above them yeah. Pochettino announced today he's got a big job on his hands. Yeah, that um, is. What? That is. Where where did it start going wrong? It's obviously gone wrong, but where where was the where was the first point? Sacking Tuchel. That's My, yeah, be, that's obviously, be where it just went yeah. just horrifically. Oh, when they got rid of Tuchel to start, but and yeah, I think that this year like Tuchel and Conte were basically having a row at Stamford Bridge, and mm. now look. Yeah. It's on game week two that was, remember yeah. that? Yeah, and I thought, yeah, Chelsea looked good that day, didn't they? But, oh, yeah, it's just an absolute mess. A mess? Yes? It's just a, yeah, absolute, absolute mess at the minute at Stafford Bridge. And, we, again, we're going about Spurs and what's going on there. But, yeah, there's a whole list of sides that are worse off than us. Mm. And one of them being Chelsea. And, yeah, Poch, that's a, I think he's a brilliant manager. And, I've cut all ties with him now. <laughs> I've unfollowed him on Instagram, and I'm sure he's seen that. But Taking the poster off the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm booked in to erase my tattoo. I've got him <laughs> on my back. So, yeah, well, no, no longer any attachment to the man. But yeah, he's a he's a brilliant manager. But that, even that job, that must be quite daunting <laughs> going into that club. Yeah, there's a big. It's it's funny because it's actually. Basically, like a FIFA job, isn't it? You yeah. go in there, and you just literally go sell, sell, mm. sell, sell, sell. We've got so many players there. They're, I don't know what they're going to do. And there's even rumours today, like I said, it's all paper talk and that. But there's rumours they're spending sixty million pound on some. Mm. Like how? And yeah, how? And also, they've already got two or three new players that are coming in the summer that have been bought in January. It's just, and then that yeah, in Kunku, isn't it? There's... Yeah, in Kunku, and there's uh, two others, I think. But yeah, how can you be like I said uh, uh, before when they were in January and and spend all this money. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he's Todd Bowley's such a clever man. He's he's found a loophole in the system. Like, no, it's one of the one of the worst things that's happened that could happen. And and the punishments or whatever happens in the coming months, surely there must be some sort of yeah. some sort replication. Of, is yeah, it? yeah. There must be some sort of punishment coming towards them. But yeah, no, it's just, it's shocking. And he's come out and said, oh, I think I need to take a step back. You just spent. Over half a billion um, of your money on on this club, and now you're saying, oh, "Actually, I, know, I don't fancy. I'm going to take a step back." So, yeah, see, so, so what they got Lampard, and that was just 
Wow. Wow. He had nine games, picked up five points, which was a win at Bournemouth. Everyone gets their win at Bournemouth. Um, a draw at home to Forest and a draw at home the last day to, to Newcastle. Yeah. Lost and still didn't score that game, did they? No. Own goal. They're just being... Oh, rubbish. I actually don't think they've been given a hard enough time in the press and... No, that's... and Yeah, I might sound <laughs> broken record, but yes. Like, well, how are Chelsea not getting slaughtered for what's going on? They're just being brushed under the carpet. Again, all you hear about is Kane and is he going to stay and... It's because Frank's got Frank must have yeah, he's got mates in the middle. Like, ah, not before, you can't have Jamie Redknapp, who's his cousin, <laughs> just slagging him off. Like, yeah, he's been awful. so true. Harry Redknapp's his yeah. uncle. He's yeah. he's a big family man in the old Frank. <laughs> yeah, that's how are Chelsea getting away with it? And he, how's he getting away with it yeah. as well? Like, if, if his name was I don't know, but yeah. if he was Harry Garcia, manager, yeah, Harry yeah. Garcia got Ruben killed Sellers, yeah. for like mm. losing a couple of games. Yeah, and, Jesse Marsh getting slaughtered now, and he's not yeah. even probably in, in the country anymore. <laughs> That's so true. It winds you up. It's Although mental. Marsh, there was a clip that came that was doing the round today <laughs> when they lost oh, four, four nil. To, I've um, seen that four nil to City, and he's like brilliant. Bumping yeah, I thought. Do you notice the scores in the bottom? I'm like, oh, like that must be another game. Like they must have won. When was this? And <laughs> Lee, uh, Marsh is like pump. Yeah, fist pump in the crowd. They got battered by City. It's four brilliant. nil. It's so good. It's like when the FIFA glitches and like your manager yeah. celebrating. Yeah, no, brilliant. Terrible. Um. Shall we end on winner and loser? Yeah, let's do it. Let's run through. Do, uh, do you want to start? Yeah, uh, my winner? my winner was actually chosen today, a few hours ago. I don't know if you've gone a similar way, but right. I've gone for Sheffield Wednesday. They've got a hundred twenty third minute winner at Wembley to get promoted back into the championship. Josh Windass with the goal, fifteen years and five days after his dad Dean Windass scored for Hull to get them promoted to the Prem. Um, so yeah, brilliant day out on Bank Holiday Monday for the Wednesday fans. 123rd minute winner. Looked like it was destined for penalties and um, Josh Windass pops up with a goal. So Perfect. yeah, Chef Wednesday. My winner of the week is exactly the same. Yeah. And I actually had had them drafted in for last week's episode. Mm. Obviously after the heroic. Yeah, true. Though, yeah. Heroic. Yeah, even to get to the playoff final. Ridiculous. Because we, funny enough, I've put two weeks ago I had them close to being losers of the week after mm. finishing third 96 points and mm. I watched the game versus Peterborough with my granddad and Peterborough battered them 4-0 and then we were watching I had it on I had it on my phone just in case they scored or whatever just to, just, just to keep interest in it yeah 1-0 7 minutes and then it was 2-0 after like 25 and then as the Newcastle versus Brighton game finished blew full time mm. and it went it went 3-0 it was like 15 minutes ago I was like we have to watch yeah, that put, that put on. it on yeah I did the 98th same 98th minute equaliser then it went 4-1 and then 5-1 and then I'm glad they went up because if you get 96 points you need to yeah. go up well, they were they were more than good enough to get in and yes they're the third best team but yeah they, they had a brilliant season didn't they mm. so yeah no no good, well done good choice uh, Sheffield Wednesday and my lose of the week is utterly pathetic Leeds United and <laughs> Big Sam Allardyce. I just said whatever is whatever has happened there is just a mess. The bloke doesn't care. He's I guarantee yesterday he took off his Leeds United tie and that will never go back on his neck ever again. No. He won't even think about it. He'll think, How have I just swindled this club yeah. of like nearly half a million pounds? I'm For gonna four go games. The, I'm gonna go to the bar the Bahamas and chill out and mm. drink some more beer. Yeah. And 
go chat with my mates Andy Gray and, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and Richard so, Keyes yeah, Sammy Lee and <laughs> hope to try and get a job in 12 months time with another same again with a, try and get my Everton job bag or something yeah. like that I don't know just I like it shambles <clears throat> of a shambles of a decision yeah my loser of the week I've gone for Hamburg slash Hamburg fans yes um yeah, they won their game 1-0 at the weekend. They're in the second division of the Bundesliga. And they won. They, they were winning 1-0 and they won 1-0. So they thought they had achieved automatic promotion into the Bundesliga. So the fans stormed the pitch and celebrated with the players. And they were going absolutely mental, as you would. But I'm going to pronounce it as Heidenheim, who were losing 2-1 at the time. So obviously late on in the game, that's why Hamburg thought they'd done it. Um and then, yeah, so that Heidenheim had equalised in the 93rd to make it 2-2 and then got the winner in the 99th minute, nine, nine minutes of or ten minutes of stoppage time. And they therefore finished top. Hamburg then dropped to third and enter a playoff to see if they can go up against Stuttgart, who finished near the bottom in the in the top division. So Hamburg were going mental, celebrating, thought they'd gone up automatic um, to only find out they'd, they'd reached the playoff. So obviously, yes, they can still go up, but... Yeah, that moment stormed the pitch for no reason. Yeah. So lose of the week, Hamburg fans and Hamburg. Very close lose of the week was also another German club. Oh yeah, Dortmund. Oh my god, that was a big old bottle if there ever was one. They have fumbled that bag beyond terrible. Well, that you watch the read up on the story if you haven't seen what happened. But oh my god, they. Yeah, shocking. The first league title in eleven years it could have been and at home as well against perfect. Like we said about. The, this sort of time of year playing aside that have nothing to play for whoever they I think it was Mines or whoever yeah, they were playing Mines, yeah. they were mid-table couldn't go up couldn't move down whatever they were doing at home like you said first time in God knows how long and yeah absolutely fumbled the bag right let's go back to the beginning of the teaser I've been saying so long ago oh yeah, yeah that, a, it's been a short show yeah. but my god we've been that, here we've been here a while Johnny. that pause in the middle yeah trying that to get us. um Part one back, and I hope part two's worked. We'll find out shortly. Luton Town got promoted on Saturday and became the fourth town to play in the Premier League. Can you name the other three? Huddersfield? Yep. Ipswich? Yep. Oh, Huddersfield, Ipswich. Ah, oh, this is what I'm struggling Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> He's giving nothing away. Uh, town. Oh, I'll give you a clue if you want. Let me have a moment. Mine's not having it. I think like right back to the beginning of the Premier League history. Mm. It's a, it's an old club. There's a few athletics. Oh, that's what I was I was thinking straight away. Like early early times. Very early. Might even be the first season. I can't think of towns. Oh no! Mm. 
No, I'm blank. Swindon. Oh, Swindon. No, yeah, I was never. I was nowhere near. Swindon him. Town were the nowhere. fourth. Nowhere. I think they were the first. Yeah, they, they probably were. Yeah. Yeah, I knew when you first told me the start. I had Huddersfield and Ipswich straight away, but Swindon. Yeah, I was never getting that. Yeah, a little old Luton back. Yeah. Or in the. I think they used to be in the top division ninety-one mm. or ninety something like that. Yeah, Luton Town. My memory of Luton is always the Xavi Alonso Liverpool yes. game. It was um, in the cup or yeah, yeah. The FA Cup when it was BBC when it wasn't many games. We did it down Scarlet time and I just remember the goal. Yeah. Five three I think that game was just mm. a ridiculous game of football. Yeah. But no, goal. congratulations, Luton. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll be discussing them discussing them lots next season on the pod. They're Garrett Shawley. They they got me twentieth. <laughs> You'd think so. Yeah. <laughs> what, who got people up Oh yeah, they got they got one plus, didn't they? Shivnight um, and Burnley. Yeah. Yeah, you'd think so. You d- you definitely know on Friday night, the first game is at Kenilworth Road and it's going to be... Arsenal. It's normally <laughs> Arsenal. Well, normally Arsenal play the first game of the season. Yeah. I don't know why it is. Carragher on the sideline. Yeah, we dance. you can see him dancing already, can't you? For the for the Hatters. But we shall see. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week. Um, regular Monday again. Um, yep. Hoping to a bit of a European preview of the three finals. Oh, the actual the Europa League, Europa League finals on Wednesday, isn't it? so we'll be doing yeah. maybe a bit of a Champions League, bit of a review on the on the FA Cup final mm-hmm. and a pre West Ham, pre West Ham review a uh, preview. So that'll be in, that could be an interesting pop the week after. Yeah, who's the who's the guy who's still on the stairs? Maybe get him in. Oh, um, oh, the Angel it? of Alkmaar. Yeah, yeah. Well, what's his name? Nosy, Nosy. That's it. Yeah, get Nosy on the sofa. The hero, the Nosey's swinging. Uh, but no, congratulations to West Ham. That's all. It's all. It's the uh, what, what's the what's the saying? It's the penult. It's the pinnacle of the season now, is it? I just, don't know. I just it's where that. legends are made. Yeah, yeah. No, Decker Rice. I want you in tears on the halfway line. Like yeah, he is. His last game for West Ham. Yeah. Is he going to lift that trophy? Had not tears of joy. We shall see. Mm-hmm. Right. Thank you all for listening. I hope this has worked. I really hope this yes, worked. Yes, we are. I'm actually a bit playing. nervous about press stopping now and having to edit edit <laughs> this back a little bit, but that would be fine. We we'll, shall we'll, see. We'll be good. Um, yeah. So, cheers for. I hope you've enjoyed listening after two week break. Yeah. I hope my voice has been better. And mm. yeah, the season's over, but the podcast continues. <laughs> <laughs> Stay loyal. Stay loyal. <laughs>